And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are continuing on with our Week 6 MIAA pregame show. We are previewing the big game between Missouri Western and Nebraska Kearney this Saturday in Kearney, Nebraska. We are here with the voice of the Lopers. Jason Jorgensen is on with us. Jason, how are you? Well, I'm great. Cliff, I appreciate you having me on the show. What, what an honor to be asked to be a part of this. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm very excited to talk some Loper football with you. We're going to talk about that here in just a few minutes. But, um, Jason, what we like to do for our first-time guests is we like to get to know you a little bit, how you got into um, the broadcasting field and um, how you got to um, be the voice of the Lopers. Well, I guess I'm like anyone else who got into this crazy business. It was something that I always wanted to do, and I had a high school teacher that kind of gave me a, a gentle nudge. Uh, back when I was a lot younger, and I always figured if I could get a job where I'd get to be paid to go to games and call games, and I always tell people too, I'm I get paid to read and talk, so that's that's a that's a pretty good deal. I've been at KRVN in Lexington for the last uh, 24 years, and then our uh, company was fortunate to get the bid uh, for the UNK contract four years ago. But Always had followed the Lopers, always thought that would be an awesome job to have, and it's been a blast the last uh, four years. It's been the most fun that I've had in my career of broadcasting. And absolutely. This is a very exciting time, I bet, to be a, a Loper football fan in 2019. Really, uh, I thought really they came uh, maybe a little bit out of nowhere um, in 2019, made a bowl game. Um, I remember the Missouri Western game last year where Carney ran for um, – over 500 yards against the Griffins, and um, you know, in this season they're four and one. This season we'll get into the specific of the Hayes game, but what's been your impressions so far of this Nebraska of this Loper football team? You know, I came into this year like everybody thinking they would be pretty good. Uh, you mentioned what they did at the end of 2019. They really were fortunate with the way 2019 came to an end, in which they were better but then they laid an egg in the last game of the regular season and just got hammered by Washburn. And and I'll never forget how sad everyone was about that because it had been a, a good year, but it was a downer. And then within a week, a couple of MIAA schools didn't want to go to the Mineral Water Bowl. UNK was more than willing to go. They showed up there. They played awesome. They won the bowl game. Lots of momentum. Then they get two games in last fall, and they played pretty well. So they had a lot of momentum coming into this year. I picked them fourth in the preseason, and hopefully they finish that higher or higher. But just a lot of momentum going. And, and, and I know we'll talk more about him as we go on here. But when you have one of the best guys in the league, and T.J. Davis is certainly that, uh, he gives them a puncher's chance against everyone or anybody that they can play in this conference. Yeah, and let's talk about TJ real quick. I've had Devin Albertson from D2Football.com. I've had him numerous times on this pregame show, and we always talk about how TJ Davis is one of our is probably our favorite player in the MIAA to watch because, like you said, it you we've taught you know the, these Lopers have been down. Other than the Hayes game on Saturday, they've been down the three games previous to this, and TJ Davis has given them gotten them back into the game and won the game for him. And I think he's a – right now he's got to be one of the favorites right now for MIAA Offensive Player of the Year. So um, just your impressions of your of the Lopers junior quarterback. I think he was tailor-made for this offense. And when he came to UNK, 
he probably was just an option quarterback. In fact, I remember the first time being out of practice, seeing him, and I'll have to be honest with you, Cliff, I was I was not blown away. I thought, well, okay, we'll see. And then he redshirted, and he just kept improving. He took over midway through his redshirt freshman season as a quarterback in 2019, and he just continues to get better and better. I mean, he was really good in the two games we had last fall, and he's been even better this year. I mean, he was nine for his first nine on Saturday night throwing the ball against Fort Hay State, and they've been averaging close to 200 yards passing through the air. And, you know, the book on him the first year was that, well, he can't throw. You can't say that anymore about him. I don't know how opposing defensive coordinators come up with a plan to stop him. Now, Hayes did a pretty good job late. UNK had three straight drives in which they punted the football, but – other than that, and, and you mentioned how good he's been late. There, Those were two 70-yard drives back-to-back weeks in the final five minutes of the game to lead UNK down the field as uh, they got the wins over Washburn and Central Missouri. Yeah, and what a, it was a 4-0 start for the Lopers, but last Saturday, um, Cardi had a 35-14 um, lead. I was actually following this game um, on the field when I was at Spratt Stadium on Saturday night, taking it northwest of Missouri Western. We were following this game, and I seen that they had a 35-14 to 14 lead. And then I go back and look at the final, and it, all of a sudden, Hayes, Hayes won the game. So, um, obviously, it's got to be a heartbreaker for Nebraska Kearney to lose a game like that, not just to Fort Hayes, but to anybody. And um, what are um, just your thoughts on that ball game, calling it? It was wild. I thought it would be nip and tuck the entire night. I figured it would be a shootout, and the Lopers came out, and I thought the first half, that was as good of a first half as they played in the Josh Lynn era, considering who they were playing. There were 7,000 people there. That was the, that's, That has to be one of the best atmospheres I've ever seen for a D2 football game. And the Hayes fans ran to it, and UNK rolls in and just takes it to them the first half. And we're sitting there at half feeling pretty good about things. And then Hayes comes back and scores quickly to begin the second half, and Carney answers. Hayes scores again. Carney answers. And there's four minutes left in the third quarter, and they're up 21, and you're thinking, hey, this, this is still going to turn out okay for UNK. And then it's just I, – I, I still can't figure out how the Lopers lost that game because they really didn't have a ton of big mistakes. They did give up a long kickoff return that set Hayes up at the UNK 36, but – their defense saw a lot of snaps, and Fort Hay State got hot, and Chance Fuller can play, and he's got the receivers there to get it done. And Hayes, Hayes just outplayed on the last 17, 18 minutes of the game. Well, definitely, uh, that, was, that ended up being the Lopers' first loss of the regular season. So um, week six coming up here. Um, there's no rest for the weary in the MIAA, it seems like. So um, this Saturday, Cardi is back at home, 2 o'clock start. Missouri Western comes to town. Grips are on a two-game skid right now after losses to Washburn and then the, the drubbing at the hands of Northwest on Saturday. So um, what, are your, what has been your impressions on this Griffin football team this season? Well, like everyone else, they've got some weapons. They have plenty of guys. I watched a fair amount of the game with Fort Hay State. They were very opportunistic pretty athletic along the, the line of scrimmage. It looks like a, a good football team to me. And 
it, it looks like a team that's tried to build upon what they were trying to do in 2019. But when you look back to that, however, that was one of the best games that UNK played in 2019. Because at the time, if you remember, Missouri Western had a whole lot more to play for than UNK did, and the Lopers rolled down there to St. Joe and just stuck it to the Griffins that day. So the, the Lopers will go into this game on Saturday, I'm sure trying to repeat some of that, knowing they can beat Missouri Western. There's been some pretty good battles between these two since Coach Williamson and Coach Lynn has been there. I think the key for UNK is – you can't have a hangover, and you can't let what happened to you in the last quarter and three minutes against Hayes come back to get you again this Saturday. They, they've really got to fight through and make sure there's no hangover, and, and hopefully with it being homecoming, that will help a little bit. Well, Jason, I think it's going to be a great ball game on Friday. Now, um, tell, uh, tell the listeners where they can catch your work, where they can catch some of those uh, games, because I know um, you got some of the Lopers broadcasts on your guys' website. Where can they catch some of those? Just go to krvn.com, hit the Listen Live. All of our games are uh, on the river. If they'd like to go back and listen to one of our podcasts, just go to krvn.com and then scroll down and go to Sports Replays. We also have our own app, which is the River app, and then uh, on the Loper Athletic app, they also stream our broadcast. So there's a, there's quite a few places to, to find Loper sports. Well, Jason, again, thank you so much for um, talking you and Kate football with me. I'm really looking forward to the game on Saturday, and um, we'll definitely talk to you soon whenever um, you and Kate plays Northwest at the end of October. You know, hopefully that ends up being a pretty important game for UNK. Uh, you know, they kind of stubbed their toe here with Fort Hay State, but hopefully uh, they can get it rolling again, and that'll be a, a big matchup. And for whatever reason, they've they played Northwest Missouri about as well as anybody else has the last two, three years. Thank you so much for coming on, Jason. We'll see you at the ball game Saturday. You bet, Cliff.